With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's me, your personal trainer. Now, we need to do the most important stretch of all of your muscles, which is stretching your eardrums. And the best way to do that is by listening to an episode of this podcast. Before we continue my first ever journey through the Harry Potter series, just a few quick announcements. I'm going to keep things short and sweet. We have just over one week until the end of the Kickstarter for a new podcast project that I'm hoping to launch, Modern Muckraker. That Kickstarter ends on April 29th at 10.58 a.m. Eastern Time. If you're unfamiliar with what Modern Muckraker is, it's a new podcast project that I'm hoping to launch. You can learn more about it at modernmuck.com, and you can go directly to the Kickstarter, which has loads of information about the project, where the money's going, and more at bit.ly slash modernmuckraker. And I'd also like to give a shout out to the newest members of our team over at patreon.com slash potterless who are supporting the show. So shout out to Toria Hoffman, M.H., Anton Vickstrom, and someone that made their username 3.141419269382698472659302889974945923075104592306268629982 Yes, that is the first 100 digits of pi, and this person is not a producer-level patron so I only have to say this once. A name correction for John Savio, and a huge shout-out to our newest producer-level patrons Nash Sanadiki and M.L. Oscar Tomasson. They join the ranks of Vicky, Christine, Aaron, Clown, Marchismo, Juan, Rosemary, Marie, Lisa, Audra, Eleanor, Nikita, Rachel, Zachary, Alex, John, Noel, Claire, Rory, Veronica, Lada, Noah, Tracy, Colleen, Jennifer, Justin, Jacob, Maya, Mark, Polly, Zina, Hardlin, Noelia, Nikki, Kine, Amanda, Kafir, Sarah, Marta, Maya, Flor, Georgia, Skyla, Edel, Professor, Threat, Ellie, Michael, Kelly, Carrie, Connie, Jen, Nedry, Will, Marcos, Marik, Ashton, Brittany, Phelan, The Meadows Family, Ginny, Heather, Kevin, Jarl, Peter, Jan, and Callahan, Leah, Bella, Melanie, Becca, Rees, Adam, Joseph, Madison, Tonks, Sabrina, Sophia, Farzan, Melanie, Matt, Okamahime, Boney, Pony, Kelsey, Ricky, Taylor, Megan, Riley, Laurel, Erica, Miranda, Kendra, Natanya, Yogan, Darcy, Sandra, Craig, Lior, Demi, Michelle, Henrique, Casey, Megan, Sat, Jack, Sophia, Dane, Robin, Chick, Mermaid, Daddykins, Gregory, Kawkaw, Nina, Ribbon, Brittany, Gavin, Jack, Serenity, Emily, Haley, Sabrina, Jenna, Laura, Gila, Eileen, Annette, Kirsten, Hufflepuff, Brett, Mary, Artemis, Trans People are People, Samantha, Nina, Tatiana, Taylor, Karis, Vomit Spiders, Tony, Joe, Punkfish, Wire Warrior, Catherine, Joe, Michael, Maya, Jasmine, Neely, Tate, Sam, Sam, Adriana, John, Jody, Dana, Steamed Nuggets, and Can't I Potter? Who always remember to put sunscreen on their neck before they go on a hike, because if you didn't do this, you would burn your neck like you always do when you forget to put on sunscreen. If you want to be like one of these amazing patrons and get access to bonus episodes, monthly live streams, director's commentary, and more, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Potterless. But without further ado, let's get into episode 173 of Potterless, part three of our My Immortal coverage, guest starring Sequoia Simone and Kim Harris. Hello, Internet, and welcome back to another episode of Potterless, the tale of a 29-year-old man who never read the Harry Potter series as a kid. He read them as an adult, but most importantly, he didn't read My Immortal as a teen, and now he read it as an adult. <laughs> My name is Mike Schubert. I'm that grown man. We are going to be talking about My Immortal. We are back again with Kim and Sequoia from Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them. Friends, how is it going? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Correct response. Woo! <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I sec I second that. <laughs> so ready to flip off all the preps. Mm -hmm. This whole thing just gives me so much energy and the vibes of I forget what it is. Was it the vine or some short video of of two teenage girls where they're all wearing intense makeup and they're saying something like that they're raven sadness? Does, is this ringing any bells? Where it's like the they're like twelve ish year old girls and it's like hi I'm whatever and MCR oh, I'm trying to <laughs> goth girls meme I feel like I'm speaking yes okay here it is from Tara and Raven oh it's called right, a shout okay, out from yeah. Tara and Raven I'm Raven your acid bath and princess of the darkness and I'm Tara. And we're sitting here in Tara's room, rocking out to MCR and celebrating 2009 or the new year, which we don't really understand why people are making such a big deal about it because really 
one more year is one more year that everyone's closer to death. I think these are the YouTubers that some people suspected were Tara and Raven from My Immortal. Oh, there were people that suspected yeah. that these were our illustrious authors, but oh. those two individuals did deny that. Dang. I mean, it is just perfect because they talk about My Chemical Romance being their favorite yeah. band and their names are Tara and Raven. So we, we don't know what came first, the chicken or the egg, but <laughs> there's some sort of cross inspiration going. Absolutely. So last time we left off, we finished chapter 13 as gothic as we could be. Mm -hmm. And our heroes, Vampire and Ebony, have teleported to Voldemort's not-so-secret lair, and they heard him shoot off a killing curse, and now we get into chapter 14, which does begin with, Viewer discretion is advised! Except it, it's, it's, Or does it say, Viewer excretion advised? You got me, folks! <laughs> <laughs> Look, the okay. chapter's going to be extremely scray. <laughs> I was like, oh no, I don't know if I'm ready for extremely scray material. Maybe I should click away. So apparently, it wasn't Voldemort, even though Ebony told us it was Voldemort. Mm -hmm. It was Wormtail. But Wormtail is not Wormtail. Worms aren't gothic enough. Mm -hmm. He's Snake Tail. <laughs> but much like everyone else in this, he's a teenager. He's 16. And much like everyone else in this, he also loves Ebony. Mm -hmm. So here's where we're at full Mary Sue, where every character does love Ebony. Yeah, I think at the beginning, the author was getting that pushback because like every single OC in this time period got that pushback. Critical reviewers were pretty anti-OC. And then I think they really ramped up the Mary Sue-ness as we went along. Yeah. So Ebony doesn't really give him much of a chance. She kills him almost instantly by stabbing him in the heart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. This is where it gets extremely scary. This is where the viewer dis oh, dis excretion is advised. Is that what was scary? Yeah. That was the viewer dis excretion. Oh. <laughs> the author does say that blood pours out like a fountain, and that is scary. Gross. Scray. Yeah, that is scary. <laughs> okay. So then we hear, quote, snake tail, what art thou doing? <laughs> and you know it's Voldemort because he's talking like that again. Also because he clacks towards them in his high heels. Excuse me? He's always wearing high heels in my mind. He is? Yeah. This was a famous discussion that we had on Potterless so much so that someone made an animatic out of it where I wondered what shoes does Voldemort wear and we ultimately realized he's barefoot. But... High heels could be a good choice. Yeah, because he's doing like sort of a Shakespearean thing. Mm. And, you know, back in that day, men wore high heels to accentuate their calf muscles. Hell because yeah. Because that was like really hot. Is he all Shakespeared out? Is he got like the rough and the doublet? And that is exactly what I am going to be picturing <laughs> for the rest of this. The rough. Yeah. Voldemort. <laughs> Our heroes fly away on broomsticks that apparently were there since they teleported there. They didn't fly on broomsticks there, but they fly on some broomsticks away. And Draco, I guess, is with them. At first, I didn't know if Draco actually made it with them or if he was still bondaged up because they don't really describe saving him. But when they get away from Voldemort's lair... Draco starts undressing so that he can have sex with Ebony, and that's when I realized, oh, okay, so they did save Draco, <laughs> right. even though it was not described. Right. Yeah. This bit is uh, probably one of my favorite bits, because she's really turning up the idea that Ebony is a Mary Sue, because she's just so upset about how pretty she is. And how much everyone loves her. Mm -hmm. Before we get into this, Ebony does note that Draco, who is removing his clothes, has a sex pack. <laughs> and then in parentheses, he says, get it because he's so sexy. Sex Spelled S-E-X-A-H. <laughs> sex pack. What does a sex pack look like? You know what? No, it's I don't want to know. It's a six pack, <laughs> but it's just no, hot. It's just when you're hot and you have a six pack. Yeah. You've got oh, a six pack now. Oh, okay. Okay. That's that's okay then. <laughs> <laughs> so Ebony basically wants to go full Joan of Arc saying that being so beautiful is a curse because everyone loves her. And now we get an author's note defending this saying that Ebony's not a snob. It's just that many people have told her that she is beautiful. And I love that the author here 
probably intentionally, is missing the point of the ire of the commenters. They are mad that everybody loves Ebony because the author has decided that this is how everyone feels, and that makes Ebony too much of a Mary Sue. But I like that the author thinks, or maybe, you know, just to make them even more upset, writes, no, 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 see she's not a jerk about it. It's just a fact that everyone does love her because they all think she's beautiful. So it's it's like, don't blame me. Yeah. This is just how it is, yeah. this world that I've created. She's not a Mary Sue because she's sad about what a Mary Sue she is. Exactly. And she says something really, really just uh, chef's kiss to me here where she says, why couldn't Satan have made me less beautiful? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and I don't I don't have anything to say about it besides that it's just beautiful. It's just beautiful. She clearly doesn't understand what's going on or what a Satanist is. She just sort of puts Satan into random places in the story and dialogue, and it's great. Yeah. God makes the preps, Satan, Satan makes, makes the goths. <laughs> So chapter 15, Ebony runs off crying while Draco calls for her to stop. She's crying, but then realizes that she has to go to biology class? Yes! Biology class. Yes! In Hogwarts. Yes! (laughs) This makes me think that the author was probably a freshman in high school because that's when I had biology class at the very least. Yeah. Either that or they're putting themselves into the world in which Tara is a freshman in high school. Mm -hmm. Like maybe she was a freshman in high school when she had her emo phase. So she's just making, here's what I thought when I was 14 years old, references. But yeah, they go to bio. Very good. Very powerful. Wizard biology class. Oh my gosh. What is it? I just, I like it when you actually do see this kind of sometimes when American fanfic authors will fuck up and be like, they were in seventh grade. (laughs) (laughs) So in class, Ebony is turning a red pentagram into a black guitar. She claims this is biology. Is it transfiguration? Almost certainly It's transfiguration. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's gotta be transfiguration. Not how biology went in my school, but... Also, did she just like draw a pentagram on a piece of paper and is now trying to transfigure that (laughs) i would imagine it was maybe an earring or a necklace or some sort of physical pendant that she is changing but i'm also confused of the timeline here Mm -hmm. because we've already had a class that mcgonagall was teaching granted this isn't the one that ebony was taking so maybe this is another period of transfiguration class and now slytherin house is taking transfiguration but i also just like the timeline idea that They were at school and then just brief detour to save Draco from getting killed, tortured, whatever by Voldemort. Now we're back at school. Oh, dang, I got to go to class. (laughs) (laughs) Now, she does successfully turn the red pentagram into a black guitar, but then the guitar turns into Draco, who professes his love. And I thought, oh, maybe this is kind of like the locket where you have a little version of someone and it isn't really them. But no, no. it's really Draco. Yeah. Did she make a Draco clone? I don't think she made a clone, but I think maybe Draco was the pentagram. So maybe Draco <laughs> animagist or transfigured himself into a pentagram. And then when she turned it into a guitar, it then actually turns back into Draco. But yeah, it's really Draco, (laughs) professes his love, they kiss, and it's described. The kiss is described exactly as Hillary and Chad Michael Murray's in Cinderella Story. This is what I was talking about. (laughs) So many great levels of this, because we've already had Hillary Duff be introduced, but it has been established that we hate Hillary Duff because dating the lead singer from Good Charlotte. And she's such a prep. Mm -hmm. And she's such a prep. But this person is still using this kiss description Mm -hmm. as a good thing, Mm -hmm. even though they're supposed to be a goth. It just proves that it was just a phase because they watched all of the other stuff targeted for people (laughs) of her age. And it's so good. So much so that she doesn't even write Chad Michael Murray. She writes CMM. Yeah. And we have to fill in the blanks. Yeah. So... Maybe Tara's a poser. I don't. It's it is so it's so good. It's I mean, it's what it truly is, which is like no matter what 
click we fell into as teens, we still did just consume everything Mm -hmm. and we just either publicized only some of them or we only knew in depth about some of them. We all knew everything that was going on, even if we fit into different clicks. Like I still had knowledge of all these other bands, even though I wasn't listening to them as frequently. But gosh, the choice to include this as the Kiss description is incredible. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) One of the better funny bits in this story. I think this is one of the best bits. God, it's I wonder if it's also raining. Ooh. <laughs> it's gotta be. It's like gotta be raining. It's already been snowing and raining. We can only assume the whole time. So, <laughs> uh, so then what they do, oh, and I just feel like I need to see someone actually do this because they hold hands, but while holding hands, they flip off the preps. Mm-hmm. So They've got their hands held, but then I guess the middle fingers are both up touching each other. Mm. We are all now doing this. I'm so sorry that this isn't a video podcast, but we are all trying to figure it out ourselves. So you get them from both angles. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, it's a panoramic flip off. It's a full 360 IMAX 3D flip off. Oh, amazing. So then they leave for a My Chemical Romance concert in Hogsmeade, (laughs) which has not been discussed at all. There's a poster. It's like, there's a concert happening right the fuck now. (laughs) (laughs) They leave class and the the hallways of Hogwarts are just plastered in this poster, (laughs) I assume. Wasn't there just a good Charlotte concert last night? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's on the street team for Hogwarts that's putting up all the posters for the punk bands? It's Diablo and Bloody Mary and... <laughs> Diabolo and Bloody Mary. So we get into chapter 16 and here's where it begins. Mm. Authors note where Tara is mad at Raven Ooh. for not helping with writing this chapter. Mm-hmm. Here it goes. Mm -hmm. The start of an amazing side plot that does get wrapped up in, I think, two chapters. (laughs) (laughs) Although there is like there's been kind of a noticeable decline in quality, but the the chapters that Raven's not editing or whatever are noticeably worse. Oh, yeah. Which is very funny. Yes. So we're at the MCR concert. Ebony describes that Gerard looks sexy, but apparently he's wearing a mask. So either it's not a full face mask or everything else he's doing is so sexy that it's okay. (laughs) But the band removes their masks, as does Gerard. And it turns out that it's not Gerard. It's actually Voldemort and all of the Death Eaters, but not the Death Eaters. They are called the Death Dealers, (laughs) which... I think is a better name for Death Eaters. Oh, yeah. It makes more sense because it's never truly explained, at least to my knowledge, what it means by being Death Eaters. Like, what does it mean to eat death? (laughs) But to be a death dealer, that makes much more sense. Hello, we are the dealers of death. We Mm -hmm. kill people. Boom. Easy money. It's a better name. It's definitely a good band name. (laughs) Yeah. Voldemort and the Death Dealers, powerful. Incredible. So here's what's interesting, and here's where the editing is very confusing, because immediately we start getting a description of something that I think is in the past. It's either in the past or the future, (laughs) but they're talking as if they haven't gone to the concert yet. So I think now from context clues, now that I've read stuff, it feels like this was supposed to be the beginning of the chapter and the concert part got copy pasted into the beginning Yeah, because later on they go to the concert and we get a lot of scenes leading up to the concert. So either they've gone full memento where (laughs) we're getting stuff out of order or we got a little teaser like a Marvel intro where we see something and then it goes back in time and it's like earlier that day, something Uh like that. The West Wing does this too with time jumps. So it's either that or a copy paste error. I got so confused. I went and looked at other places where this text has been put up on the internet. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I was so confused, but this is it. This is this was it. I like the teaser idea because there's like a hundred words in between the teaser and it happening again. <laughs> <laughs> so Ebony thinks Draco is going prep because he wants to go with an escort, which I guess they mean like someone keeping them like safe. A chaperone? Yeah, chaperone, bodyguard, something like that. And The way that Ebony confronts Draco about this is she asks, quote, are you a Christina or something? Which 
To identify the names of Brittany and Christina as prep names Mm -hmm. feels pretty correct. Not saying that if you have one of those names, you have to be a prep. Ebony is. Ebony is. (laughs) And I think it is funny. Like, to pick the names, I think it's very good. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like if you picked Winston as a boy prep name. Can you be Winston and not preppy? Sure. But... It's a snooty sounding name, if you will. So, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. If your name's Winston and you're gothic, you probably have a gothic name that's given to you once you like vampire. Yeah, once you're indoctrinated into Satanism. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Werewolf. Yeah, it seems pretty pertinent to like all of the pop culture references too. Like you're it, like. Britney and Christina are the oh because of music yeah Yeah, oh because of Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera Mm -hmm. yeah 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 sort of the the anti MCR Interesting in that case that in the initial author's note the love of Tara's life was Justin yeah is that Justin Timberlake is that why she hates Britney (gasps) the plot thickens all coming together. So Draco wins Ebony over by singing a good Charlotte song. So then they make out on the way to Ebony's room. (laughs) So she's back in her room. Bloody Mary is there. And Bloody Mary says that Willow, remember Willow is the Raven write-in character. We've not seen her since chapter two also. (laughs) No, we have not. But Bloody Mary says Willow got expelled for failing classes and skipping math. The worst crimes. It's so good that we got to throw Raven's representation under the bus. Uh She gets expelled just for being not good at school, failing classes, but then also being a delinquent by skipping class. But not only is it a class, it's just regular ass math class. (laughs) God, it's so good. Oh, man. She is really, really mad at Raven about this sweater. Like, there's no getting around it. Raven stole her sweater. So rude. Now, we have been skipping over some of the self-harm stuff throughout the story. But this one I will bring up. So, bit of a warning. But Bloody Mary, after getting expelled, killed herself. And then Lupin had sex with her because Lupin is now a necro. So, wah. It just like... Really doing Raven dirty for, I guess, not helping with writing this chapter. And this is what I'm going to do. If you can't proofread, I'm going to kill you off in the worst way. But even before that, you're going to get kicked out for being a bad student and a delinquent student. I was just like, this escalated so quickly. So quickly. So quickly. So quickly. Why did you need to do this? This one's even a little bit above and beyond the like edgy violence that's been running throughout this that we've been glossing over. This one's uh, pretty beyond the pale. Yeah. It feels more gross, but it's more direct and less just throw in there willy-nilly, but it is wild. Yeah, super wild. Also, what we learn now is that uh, Ebony can speak Japanese. (laughs) This was in the intro. She thanked a friend. There was an author note thanking a friend for teaching her Japanese. So I guess because she learned Japanese earlier today that Tara (laughs) has decided to include knowledge of Japanese. Since Tara now knows it, Ebony also knows Japanese, of course. So it makes its way into the story. So then they watch The Nightmare Before Christmas, incredibly on brand. It is written as Das Nightmare Before Christmas, so I wonder if it's the German language version. Oh, Jack Skellington. Das Nightmare. Yeah. The classic goth movie. It is like the most hot topic movie to yes. pick. Right? That's a through line, too, is like Tim Burton films throughout the rest of this story mm-hmm. is gothic. And I don't know if I'm just a dirty, stinking prep, but I tried watching that movie on Thanksgiving of this year because, you know, halfway between huh. Halloween and Christmas, ah. it's a Thanksgiving movie, clearly. Mm. And about 30 minutes in, I got mad bored and I stopped watching. <laughs> really? It's just that I get the animation is cool and impressive, but the songs are really bad. I was not expecting it to be a musical. Oh my and goodness. And I couldn't... In- <laughs> I couldn't enjoy it. Um, I'm personally offended. I'm a dirty prep. I'm sorry. (laughs) This could be a really hot take, but I just didn't enjoy it. Now, this could be skewed by the fact that 
I played a good chunk of Kingdom Hearts before, and there's multiple Halloween Town levels, and the background music is really annoying because the background music in those levels is just an instrumental of the This Is Halloween song. Mm. So all you get is like dun 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 and it's just that a six second loop on loop all the time. Yeah, hikes. Oh my god. Yeah. Maybe I'm skewed by that. I will go ahead and in my mind, I will excuse you for that specific specific reason because <laughs> because you are wrong but you know everybody's got to be wrong once in a while sure 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 <laughs> so bloody mary says that they should go shopping and ebony says hot topic right and grabs her hot topic loyalty card yeah i don't know if those actually existed probably not <laughs> but i love that she grabs it bloody mary says no and Ebony is about to lose her shit on Bloody Mary. But Bloody Mary clarifies that she found other gothic stores near Hogwarts, so they're going to go to those instead. Right. I like the idea that Ebony does not shop at any other store than <laughs> Hot Topic. She has never walked into another store because that would be a prep move. I mean, why would you need to go anywhere else? Yeah. Huh. They've got everything. They've got fishnet. They've got corsets. They've got... <laughs> they've got things in black. They've yeah. got things in red and pink. Uh-huh. What else do you need? <laughs> yeah. And then you just take your boots home. You cut out some pictures of Billy Joe Armstrong and then you... Uh- glue them to your boots while you listen to your CDs. Yes. So they go to the store and the clerk there is quote hotter than Gerard (gasps) but not really because that's impossible. Yeah. What does that mean? (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) Gosh. Then the clerk gives them clothes to try on, and these are the clothes that they only give to the real goths, not posers. Yeah, they've got a special back room that is specifically for the real goths only. Which I love. I love that. Having a small store and then, ah, I can tell you're real. Here's the cool portion of the store. (laughs) I can tell since you're wearing uh, red contact lenses and crying Mm -hmm. blood that you can probably Mm -hmm. go into the back. You've passed the test. Oh, dear. So they start trying on clothes and the clerk says, oh, it's just so good. Oh, my Satan, you have to buy that outfit. (laughs) I like that Satan is just goth god. Oh, my Satan. (laughs) It's good. Especially because, like, in fan fiction all the time, authors will be like, oh, Merlin. Or, like, (laughs) uh, they'll take whatever, you know. They'll do Merlin sometimes, but, like, Morgana pops up all the time. Uh Uh-huh. And there's, like, like, random wizards from other Mm -hmm. places and just, like, stick them in as... Like this, like, oh, Satan. Oh, my Merlin. Sort of a thing. And I love that they're taking that and turning it into this. Incredible. The clerk gives her the outfit because she looks so good in it. Seems like a bad practice. Not a good way to do business. The clerk asks if she'll be at the MCR concert that's happening later. He says that he will be there. And he reveals his name is Tom Ridd. Mm -hmm. Oh. Oh. Here's what was fun. I don't know if this was Tara just doing the thing where she gets the names kind of wrong. Or... If his incognito name for Tom Riddle is just Tom Ridd. If I get rid of part of my last name, they won't know it's me. Do you think this is Voldemort? Oh, exactly. No. Oh, it is it is Voldemort. It totally is. Oh my god. Or Tom Riddle or something. I think it's him in disguise. Incredible. I like that she introduces herself back to Tom Ridd, and her name used to be. Ebony Darkness Dementia Ravenway, and her name is now Ebony Darkness Dementia Terra Way. Because Raven Oh, Raven is no in more. Trouble. <laughs> oh, I didn't oh I didn't even real Wow, <sighs> very good. Thank you so it's much. All caps too. The fight. The fight has gotten so intense over this sweater, and I'm really worried about their friendship. Mm-hmm. Amazing. <laughs> if Raven's a real person, funny, but in my dream world, this person has orchestrated oh, yeah. this fight. And I think it's very fun. Yeah. But Ebony does reject him because of Draco and then heads back to school. And then Hagrid says, you've got to get in the castle right now. And then we get into chapter 17. Not so fast, Pass Mike. It's me, iPhone editing Mike. Sure, I might have forgotten to record this using my high-quality microphone. But regardless, we're going to take a little bit of a break for Wingardium and Redosa. Mm -hmm. 
Today's episode of Potterless is brought to you by Care Of. Let's say hypothetically that you are ebony and you don't necessarily have the best diet. It largely consists of blood and Count Chocula. So if you needed something to round out your diet to make sure that you are getting all of your necessary nutrients, what could you use? You could get some vitamins from Care Of. Here's how Care Of works. You take an in-depth online quiz that asks you questions about your diet, lifestyle, and health concerns, and then they will address your specific wellness goals. I took this quiz and I got some vitamins from Care Of and it's been great. I wanted something to clear up my skin, to help me focus, and get some vitamin D for my bones since I wasn't getting a whole lot of sunlight in the winter. So the quiz was very simple and Care Of helped me to round out to make sure that I am having all of the necessary nutrients that I need in my diet. All of Care Of's products are formulated with good for you clean ingredients and they are backed by science. And hey, maybe now is the time that you want to focus on your health as we are all slowly making our way out of winter hibernation into warmer weather and going outside into parks and stuff like that. Like that. Maybe you really want to go full healthy and this could be it. I like Care of because it was very simple. I'm not well versed in vitamins, so their simple questions on the quiz made it easy for me. And then they send you a box and you've got your little daily pack of vitamins to have for each day. Each day comes with a little compostable pack. Have those and boom, it's easy money. They've got cute little inspirational quotes on the back. What's not to love? So if you would like to try this out, you can get 50% off your first Care of order if you go to takecareof.com and enter the code POTTERLESS50. Again, you will get 50% off. Half off your first care of order if you go to takecareof.com and enter the code POTTERLESS50. So head on over to takecareof.com, use that code POTTERLESS50, and get some vitamins to round out your mainly blood and Count Chocula diet today. And now you'll hear words from a few sponsors who make it feasible for me to be a full-time podcaster. Some of these ads will be read by me, others of them won't. The ones that aren't are inserted locally, so if you live internationally, don't be surprised if you hear an ad in your country's native language. And once those ads are complete, we'll get back to this episode of POTTERLESS. This episode of Potter List is brought to you by Arena Club. Now, if you listen to this podcast, it should be no secret that I am both a sports nerd and more of a traditional nerd. And when you think of these two types of nerddom, there's one thing that links them together, and that is card collecting. Whether you are looking to buy, trade, sell, or display a card collection of sports cards or Pokemon cards, you should check out Arena Club. ArenaClub.com is the place where you can do all of these things. I have recently made a purchase on the market. Marketplace. I got Lieutenant Surge's Raichu, which is my favorite Pokemon, and I didn't even know that there was a Lieutenant Surge version of the Raichu. So that is a card that I now have, and it's not just some digital thing. I can have this card physically mailed to me. So there's a bunch of cool stuff you can do with Arena Club, including their slab packs. If you have ever done any sort of card collecting, you know that ripping packs or repacks can be a zero transparency type of thing where you're just hoping you get some sort of cool card. But what's nice about the slab packs with Arena Club is that you have full transparency. You see what available cards are there, what your percentage of getting them is, what the gradings are, so it is not a complete black box. You're going into this knowing what cards you might get. And I've been using Arena Club, and it's pretty cool. It's very easy for me to look up different cards. I can favorite them, see what I want, and then whenever I want them shipped to me, I can get them shipped to me, and then I'll have the physical versions of them. Right now, you can get right 10% you can off get, your first purchase right now, by going to arenaclub.com slash Wow, that is a wild offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack is slash Right there. Wow. Anyways, that's a real club.com slash Potterless for 10% off your first purchase. That's a wild offer. 10% off a fortune building some packs for a more transparent way. That's a real sports nerd slash Pokemon nerd. For all sorts of nerds like me, you can use Arena Club today. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. So, we're back at school, and... Now, Ebony is being nice to Willow, and so is the narrator, and so is the author's note, asking for Raven's help writing again. So clearly, we got one chapter of, screw you, I don't need you anymore, Raven, and that is immediately 180 because the quality took a significant hit. Yeah, and she's like, Raven, please do this. I promise to give you back your poster. Right. And now I'm just like, okay, there was a sweater. Now there's a poster. They're taking each other's stuff. There's like a lot of drama going on between these two that is uh, really intriguing. Mm -hmm. What I could piece together is that 
Tara lost her sweater, blames Raven, as Revenge does that entire last chapter, and then also steals a poster. The way she describes stealing a poster, it's very nonchalant. Like, mm-hmm. lol, I'll give you back the poster, ha ha ha. But uh, you're, <laughs> that's way worse than the thought that you probably just lost your sweater yep. and you're convinced Raven took it. <laughs> so, so interesting. So Willow, who is now alive and back and everything is okay, Willow asks if... Ebony is going to the concert with Draco. Ebony says yes, and Willow says that she's going with Diablo. So no Ron and Hermione situation, no Bloody Mary Smith and Diablo pairing. And especially that is confirmed because Bloody Mary is going to the concert with Dracola. Uh-huh. Dracola used to be called Naval mm. instead of Neville. Naval. But it turned out Naval. that he was kidnapped at birth and his real family were vampires. So a very similar Bloody Mary Hermione situation. Is that why he's with Bloody Mary? Because they have the exact same backstory? (laughs) I guess, I guess. We just, I like that Tara has made this alternate universe with wildly different choices for everyone, but she still has to justify all these choices. Mm -hmm. It's, (laughs) God, it's just so good. It's so good. And I love this too, because like she clearly is almost word for word reusing the backstory of Bloody Mary Mm -hmm. for Naval. Did you forget that you had already used this? Or like, what are you? (laughs) It's very good. So, kidnapped at birth, real family of vampires. Quote, they died in a car crash. Naval converted to Satanism and he went goth. These are separate things, apparently. Mm -hmm. He was in Slytherin now. Naturally, has to be. He was wearing a black warped t-shirt. I don't know what warped is. The closest thing I could think was like warped tour. Yeah, I would guess it's a warped tour Mm -hmm. t-shirt. Warped. Black jeans and shoes and black hair with red streaks in it. We call him Dracula now, spelled properly. And that's the full description. (laughs) But he doesn't really play much of a factor for the next few chapters. Does Naval show up again at all? He does. Oh, okay. Eventually. (laughs) So they all get in Draco's car, the flying Mercedes-Benz, to go to the concert. In the car, I don't know who's driving, but they all do pot, coke, and crack. So they get cocaine and crack cocaine. Interesting choice. (laughs) And then they make out too. I'm assuming just the couples are making out with each other and it's not big wizard orgy. That would be my thought. Yeah, probs not yet. I mean, Draco and Vampire are still denying their obvious feelings for each other. So, Of course, of course, of course. Right, yeah. So now they're at the concert and the exact same copy-paste from the previous chapter concert thing keeps happening. Yeah. Maybe... Tara came up with the idea for the concert and then put it at the top of the document to help shape what plot should get us there and then just forgot to delete it. Mm. I do that sometimes when I'm typing stuff. So maybe it was that. Maybe. So exact same concert stuff happens with the Voldemort and Death Eater reveal. But enter Dumbledore (laughs) clad in a, and this was, again, felt like Outer Realms, felt like someone that they would think is a poser, wearing an Avril Lavigne robe mm-hmm. saves the day. Mm-hmm. An Avril Lavigne oh robe. God. Kim, resident punk goth <laughs> expert. Did Avril Lavigne? Definitely Levine? not. Yeah, was she, I felt like people viewed her yeah. as the, ugh, she's not real. She's for posers. I think Dumbledore is supposed to be a poser, though. Okay, that makes this sense. Is, this is, like, he's trying, but... He's definitely a poser. Got it. Got it. I feel like he is such a poser that it's not even like a real Avril Lavigne robe. He probably just like wrote on the back of his regular robe (laughs) with like some Sharpie Uh or something Mm. because he's just wearing a black robe that says Avril Lavigne on the back. Are you pronouncing Avril Lavigne like that on purpose? (laughs) Am I? Am I? Am I? What did I say? I've heard Avril instead of Avril, and I think it sounds so fancy. Avril I think Levine. I've always said it that way. I don't Uh-oh. know. <laughs> I've always said Avril, but I could be wrong too. Maybe it is Avril. I was not uh, either a prep right. Or you were just a big a, hipster, yeah. so she's Avril Levine. Can't say it right, or else you'd reveal that. <laughs> exactly. It makes me think of when John Travolta tried to say Adina Menzel and said Adele Dazim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very fancy. Please welcome the wickedly talented one and only Adele Dazim. That's Avril Levine. <laughs> Woo. So we get into chapter 18 now. 
author's note. Raven's back as a friend and she helped with the writing. So I guess the sweater was found. The poster was returned. All is well. So yeah, we've we've had a very short hatred arc. Two chapters Mm -hmm. and just a little bit, but we're back where we were. And to just have this whole side plot is so funny. For it to only be two chapters long is even better. Nope. <laughs> That's about how long those kinds of fights lasted, I think, when you were in middle school. Oh, me and my best friend Josh growing up used to get into heated yelling matches playing one-on-one basketball against each other one day. <laughs> and then we would be on the same bus to school the next day. And waiting for the bus, we'd just be like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, me too. And then everything was fine. And we would listen to Outcast and split earbuds on our disc mans on the bus. <laughs> So not only is Raven back as a friend in the author note, but we get another Dumbledore curse explanation. Yes. uh, In addition to the headache, he's trying to be goth. mm -hmm. So that's why he's yelling and cursing and stuff. (laughs) Because as of last chapter, we've identified that Dumbledore wants to become a goth now, Mm -hmm. thus explaining the cursing from 12 chapters ago. (laughs) Good retcon. Apparently, it's the only way to scare Voldemort or to defeat Voldemort is for Dumbledore to become a goth. I guess Voldemort really is the most devout Christian. Is Voldemort (laughs) the Pope? (laughs) So, Ebony wakes up in a coffin, of course, and she says that last night she had sex with Draco to the soothing sounds of Linkin Park. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, no. So she goes to the Great Hall. Now, all of the spelling mishaps that have happened are whatever, but to call the Great Hall G-R-A-T-E, I think is very good. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Just cheese graters hanging from the ceiling instead of floating candles. So the Great Hall is cool, but also bad at the same time. Mm -hmm. It has black and pink tables, but then it's also lined with poser band posters like the Backstreet Boys and Ashley Simpson. But maybe it's a situation where each house decorates a section of the Great Hall. (laughs) So the Slytherin table side is all punked up, but then the Gryffindor prep side is all Backstreet Boys, Ashley Simpson, etc. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I, I think that Dumbledore is trying to safeguard the Hogwarts castle against Voldemort. Mm. So he's really trying to like goth it up. Those are the protective spells are goth things. (laughs) (laughs) Protego is you just holding up a My Chemical Romance poster. (laughs) Ah, ah, Protego. (laughs) My gosh. Oh no. Oh, and then even, oh, it'd be so funny. And I don't know if this happens later on, but kind of like how love is the power that saves all. Mm. If Tara gets saved instead of dying because she loves gothic stuff, that would be incredible. (laughs) You're not dead because you listened to MCR this morning. (laughs) (laughs) So Ebony sits with her friends and discusses which punk slash emo musician is the hottest. The boys join in too, since they're all bisexual. Everyone's Everyone's bisexual. Because you've got to be bisexual in order to discuss hotness. Like, I'm a fully straight boy, but... (laughs) I could still argue the merits of who's the most attractive boy. (laughs) I don't have to be romantically interested in Zac Efron to be like, it's a beautiful boy. (laughs) (laughs) So Dumbledore is now apparently keeping this goth look much to Ebony's surprise and dismay because he's a poser. This is where I would have liked a specific call out of the Avril Lavigne situation, but Mm -hmm. we do know for sure that Dumbledore sticking with this goth aesthetic is just him being a poser. He's not a true goth. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know if it's goth to go by your first name, but he says that you can now call me Albert, which I guess is the mess up of Albus. (laughs) But I don't know why going by Albert is more punk goth emo than Dumbledore. Albert feels like more of a prep name than Dumbledore. (laughs) It's just further further proof that he's a poser. He doesn't know. (laughs) Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Albert. Yeah, I mean, when we look at our other goths, if they've got nicknames, they are cool, like Vampire, Dracula, Diablo. Mm -hmm. So maybe this is Dumbledore falling short. Oh, I need a new name. I'm going with my boring name. And what's so funny is that next, Willow says that this is just a midlife crisis for Dumbledore. And (laughs) the knowledge to put that in is so great. (laughs) 
gosh, it's incredible. He's, at, he's 110 years old and he's having a midlife crisis. <laughs> Amazing. So chapter 19, we've got an author's note. Apparently this is addressing something that had to have been in the comments, but the author's note clarifies, oh, everyone's a pure blood, which doesn't make sense since Neville and Hermione, who have the same backstory, at least for Bloody Mary, they said her mom was a witch, didn't say anything about her dad. We didn't get that exact same breakdown for Neville, but I would assume it's the exact same just because they have the same backstories. <laughs> but we for sure have confirmation that at least one person is not a pure blood. So why is everyone pure blood now? And what comments existed that she felt like she had to address that? <laughs> I am confused. A true travesty that we do not have access to those. Gosh, need it. So Draco's sad. Ebony asks why, and he says that no one understands him. Of course, of course. How could they? Yeah, no one understands any of the goths. Because this is nothing. <laughs> so nothing. There's nothing to understand. Yeah. Ebony is mad because what about me? Oh my God. And then runs to the bathroom and cries. I mean, I get it. it. It does feel bad if you're dating someone. It has been two days that, you know, I understand you, your girlfriend of two days. So she runs to the bathroom and cries. She takes out a cigarette and smokes pot. So I guess not a regular cigarette. She's got those drug cigarettes. Drug, those pot cigarettes. I don't, not called blunt, but I guess Tara doesn't know how that works oh or even a spliff. But then Hagrid apparates into the girl's room. And Dumbledore is also here? I don't know if he walked in. I don't know if he operated in. I don't know if he was already there at the start. But they just want to ask what she's wearing to the concert. Right. And then they say that Draco has a surprise for her. And then that's the end of chapter 19. Yeah, it was a, a really important question. <laughs> they had to come to the bathroom to ask Ebony what she's wearing. Couldn't wait outside. Couldn't wait. Dumbledore is clearly having a really difficult time nailing down this gothic aesthetic, right? Mm -hmm. And so he had to go directly to the to the number one goth, right? Which is Ebony to get some some of those hot fashion tips. And her, I I'm sure her only hot fashion tip ever is to just buy all your clothes at Hot Topic. Yeah. So I mean, it's tried and true. It if is. it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> so. Chapter 20, author's note, the author will be on vacation in Transylvania, so no updates for a bit. Mm -hmm. I don't know, and this is the first time I really thought about it, how much time was there in between posting? Do either of you know how long it would take them to write a chapter? There's really no way to know. I don't know what like a normal update schedule would have been back then. Yeah, I don't know. We don't have any of the dates on this stuff. I think the story came out over the course of like a year okay. or so. So they were probably doing maybe like weekly updates. That would be my guess. Maybe with some more in between, especially when they ask for more reviews before posting an update. Right. Mm -hmm. So this concert that they asked her about is another MCR concert. They're doing round two since Voldemort ruined the first one. Yeah, that wasn't a real MCR concert. <laughs> I thought that the MCR concert was definitely like a ruse the whole time, but there's really an MCR concert where actually, what happened? I guess they got kidnapped and, and locked in their trailer or something because yeah all signs point to it was a real concert but then Voldemort and the Death Eaters I don't know I guess the classical like tie them up take all their clothes and then look at us we're, we're performing now yeah yeah mm. and then they're nice enough MCR is nice enough to you know push back all their tour dates so that they can <laughs> actually do a real show in Hogsmeade <laughs> of course so Lupin comes to Ebony's room asking for condoms. She says no. And then later she goes to the Great Hall and him and Snape are doing it. That's what the condoms were for. Mm. At least of all the weird things, especially that happened for Lupin, at least he's practicing safe sex. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, but here is some good momentum immediately ruined because Dobby, who's a character here now, was there. And he was watching? Oh, God. Yep. And he runs away crying when Ebony arrives. Not explained why. Does Dobby ever come back? No. Nope. Who's to nope. say? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope, he does not. <laughs> Ebony then takes uh. a photo of this, feels hypocritical, yep. since she didn't Definitely like is. the documentation of her taking a bath. Takes a photo as blackmail to show to quote Dumbledork, which is a great <laughs> misspelling. <laughs> Ebony then goes outside. Vampire is there. And Vampire offers to bring her to the concert because he says that Draco told him that he wasn't going to go. 
And he's got a flying car that's black that he got, quote, from his dog father, Sirius Black, <laughs> which I guess is a typo of Godfather. But because of his animagiousness, mm-hmm. he is his dog father. He is. That is an accurate title. <laughs> And not only is it a black flying car, but it's got a vanity plate that says MCR666, which is an upgrade over Draco's, which only said 666. Exactly. And further upgrade, his front vanity plate is a different vanity plate, and it says Ebony. It says Enobi. Oh, sorry. Yes, sorry. It does say Enobi. Oh, but incredible. Uh, It's just... The way to show that he's got a cooler car <laughs> is that it's got better vanity plates. Yeah, that's what oh. that's what I always think a cool car is. You got to have the best vanity plates. Oh my goodness. I guess he got this car from Pennsylvania or a state where you only need a back license plate and then your mm. front license plate can be whatever. But I don't think normally what you do is you have a vanity plate that isn't clearly a fake just placeholder (laughs) like you'll see those cars and i don't know if philadelphia still does this but at least when i was growing up back plate was all you needed so you'd have people have regular license plate in the back and then in the front it would be like hey you go eagles or something you know (laughs) like but wild stuff for vampire here so they go to the show and then they make out ebony Ebony. what are you doing you got so mad at not even draco and harry currently dating while you're dating but having dated in the past and had a relationship that was so serious that you got matching tattoos but she just very casually very hypocritically starts making out with vampire and then she sees draco crying in the corner it's very sad the drama the relationship (laughs) drama is so Nothing. (laughs) And and it's all her fault. You did this. (sighs) Well, she was in the the mosh pit portion and she was looking at the band and Gerard was so hot that she just sort of had to make out with whomever was next to her. Happened to be Uh vampire at the time. Uh I guess. Just got so horny from looking at Gerard (laughs) way. (laughs) So chapter 21, we've got an author's note. We're going a little bit back on our good, friendly Raven times because the author blames Raven for the bad spelling. Yeah, which is, uh, it's definitely not Raven's fault. No. I don't think it is. No. Raven's doing the best she can. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So at this point, I had the revelation that when they say skull, they mean school. And I didn't know if that happened before, but it did take me a beat when they say they go back to Skull and it's, oh, they're back at Hogwarts. So yeah, they're back at Hogwarts. But it's, it's, it's school but gothic, yeah. This one doesn't have a get it after it, so. Right, right, right. <laughs> that makes it hard so to get to it. you have to think. So Ebony asks if Draco is okay, and he says no. Vampire says that he'll cheer him up, but Ebony gets upset thinking that Vampire just wants to hook up with him. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Feels like you should feel sorry for what you have done to Draco, but okay. <laughs> Vampire starts to tear up, and you get a quote from the author narrator hi- hybrid. I love sensitive bi guys. If you're a homophobe, then fuck off. You're a homophobe. Sorry. If you're a homophone, then fuck off. Homophones, fuck right off. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, oh, the no. loving sensitive bi guys trope is deeply troubling, is, is what I would say. Deeply troubling. Deeply <laughs> troubling. <laughs> but, you know. Homophones gotta <laughs> fuck right. Mm-hmm. Fuck, gotta Look, fuck we up. we stand someone that is calling out. I would assume homophobes. Uh-huh. Yeah, but <laughs> on the right side of history, there, I guess, on the wrong kind side of, of spelling. <laughs> right side for the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Tara, no. So they're trying to get Draco to come out of his room, and they hear footsteps. Harry takes out his black invisibility cloak. How? <laughs> is it black until you put it on? I don't understand. Well, How it's can a it black have color? Invincibility cloak. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yep, maybe it's not a misspelling. Maybe it is just a black cloak that makes you Invincible. impervious to harm. Yeah. Yup. <laughs> now they do this because they are hiding from Mrs. Norris, the janitor. So instead of Filch, We have Mrs. Norris, the janitor, and Filch the cat. Yep. Now, Filch the cat goes underneath the cloak and starts to meow. And Mrs. Norris, even though they know Filch is under the cloak, she asks, is anyone under there? (laughs) 
And even hears Vampire muttering under his breath. But it's so terrible at knowing whether or not students are there that Mrs. Norris just doesn't get it, even though it's painfully yep. obvious. Yep. Who said it's that? It's definitely just a black cloak. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I guess. So Vampire then starts Frenching Ebony mm-hmm. just as Norris removes the cloak. And then, of course... They run away and they see Draco outside crying. So Draco witnessed this. Oh my God. (laughs) Draco's having a rough one. And then Ebony goes up to Draco and says, are you okay? What do you think, Ebony? Yeah, you just keep (laughs) making out with Vampire in front of him. Stop Uh, making out with Vampire for like two seconds. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) So he says he guesses so. And they go back to their coffins Frenching and they plan to watch Lake Placid which I didn't know was a goth movie. Almost certainly isn't. He just saw Ebony making out with someone else. Twice. But then everything's okay? And then they just start making out to watch a horror movie? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh. They really they really need to um talk? Yeah, about what their boundaries are mm-hmm. of their relationship because it's pretty obvious that this love triangle Everyone is into everyone yeah. in this love triangle, and they just need to talk about it. Yep. <sighs> oh, no. <laughs> but instead, they're going to make out and watch a horror movie, gothic. <laughs> <laughs> so then Ebony has a vision about Fudge and the ministry showing up. And that's the end of chapter 21. We get into chapter 22, which will be our final chapter for this episode because it is the halfway point. The author, again, in an author's note, blames Raven for something going wrong, blames Raven for the Mrs. Norris confusion, the filch Mrs. Norris flip, just throwing Raven under the bus. Uh, The drama. Poor Raven. So Ebony wakes up in her coffin with leather pajamas. Oh, yes. We've got them, folks. Somehow something worse than a leather bra. Leather pajamas. is this? (laughs) This <laughs> uncomfortable. That sounds like the least comfortable thing in the world. Why would you do that? Mm. They're also lacy. They're also lacy. They're lacy leather pajamas. Yeah. No. <laughs> so wakes up, Bloody Mary, Vampire Diablo, but spelled Diabolo. Draco, <laughs> Dracula, and Willow are there. Everyone's in her room. So many people. Someone who is also there, Darkness, who is Jenny, the friend <sighs> who taught Terra Japanese. Mm-hmm. She's here. Oh, is that? I thought it was Ginny. Oh, I think it's her friend Jenny, but All right. maybe. Hmm. But so is crab spelled like the animal and Goyle. <laughs> There's so many people here. In her room. <laughs> While she wakes up, they're just waiting. We get so many clothing descriptions and they're all good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Draco says they got to go. So they go to the Great Hall. Now it's Cornelia Fudged. So I guess gender swap fudge, Cornelia Cornel- fudge, who knows? or plural, there's multiple fudges. This is <laughs> so not good. the Cornelius fudge. These are the Cornelia the- fudge. <laughs> <laughs> so Cornelia fudge is there and is shouting at Dumbledore. Now we've got Doris Rumbridge. Just, <laughs> you're not even trying. It's great. <laughs> Doris Rumbridge was also there. That's and, just a good name. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. She screams, this cannot be. The school must be closed. The Bark Lord is planning to kill the students, yelled Cornelia Fudge. The Bark Lord. It's a dog, Voldemort. <laughs> the Bark Lord. The Bark Lord, Lord of all the barks. Rumbridge continues, you are not fit to be the principal, not the headmaster, the principal <laughs> any longer. You are too old. And your Alzheimer's is dangerous. Jesus. He's only having his midlife crisis. Come on. Oh, my God. Rude. Rumbridge continues, you must retry, I guess, instead of retire, or Voldemort will kill your students. Doesn't feel like an exact direct correlation. No. Feels a bit non sequitur, but here we are. He (laughs) is trying to save his students, clearly. He's converting to Satanism and becoming a goth (laughs) and (laughs) changing the decor of the Great Hall. He's clearly trying to do something. Do it his best. Dumbledore angrily says, very well, but we cannot do this. We cannot close the school. There is only one person who is capable of killing Voldemort, and she is in the school, and her name is... 
You gonna do all of them? <laughs> yes. <laughs> dot 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 in response to this dramatic pause, which only could have lasted five hours, <laughs> Draco, Crab, Goyle, Darkness, Willow, Vampire, and Bloody Mary all looked at each other. How do that many people all look at each other? <laughs> and after they all look at each other, dot, 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 I gasped. And that's the end of this chapter. And that's the end of this episode of Potterless. Why did they not all look at Enony, Ebony, Inabi? <laughs> I don't know. But all of these people looked at each other after this incredibly dramatic reveal from Voldemort. Mm -hmm. And I am very confused. So is Ebony because she gasped. Oh, what a cliffhanger. Wow. In amazing. Of course that's wow. where the website breaks it off at the halfway point. <laughs> yeah. Of course it is. Yep. She must save the wizarding <sighs> world. She's the one She's person. The one. She's the chosen one. Oh, man. So we're at the halfway point. Feeling good. Feeling alive. Are we? I, or maybe we're feeling dead because we're feeling gothic, but. <laughs> so goth. It is, it is a wild ride. I've only read a few chapters past this, so I'm very excited to see what is in store for the second half. <laughs> but man, it's been everything I could have hoped for and more. And I cannot thank the two of you enough for discussing it with me. Thanks thank for you so much for having us, us on, Mike. Of, of course. <laughs> I'm hoping you're having as much fun as I'm having. I hope the listeners are having as much fun as we're having. I hope they are doing as much sky yelling as we are doing. <laughs> but if people want to find you doing some stuff online, where can they do so? If you want to find us yelling and crying and laughing about Harry Potter fan fiction some more, you can find us on Fanatical Fix and where to find them wherever pods are cast or on the social medias as at Fanatical Fix. If you want to find me taking romantic films and turning them into horror stories, you can find me at But Make It Scary on social media and on the But Make It Scary podcast wherever pods are cast. I I feel like you have to do Lake Placid now because it's the <laughs> most goth. Find your most goth guest and do Lake Placid. Are there still goths? <laughs> but Kim and Sequoia, thank you for joining. Listeners, thank you for listening. And until next time, as they say in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, while they take a 12-year-long dramatic pause before making a big old reveal, wizard on. Nice. Now, I'm sure you're well aware of Multitude Podcasts, but are you aware of our exclusive multi-crew-only member podcast? This is an exclusive show that you get access by joining the multi-crew at multicrew.club. It is head, heart, gut. It's a friendly debate show where all the multi-dudes battle it out to argue the best thing in a bunch of different categories. Currently, they're doing things about theme parks. There's a fun battle happening soon that I will be on. You can learn more about that and the rest of the multi-crew at multicrew.club. Potterless is created by Mick Schubert. It is hosted by Mick Schubert. It is edited by Mick Schubert. It is produced by Mick Schubert as well as Vicky Garcia, Christine, Aaron Johnson, Klaus Rilo, Boomer, Chismo, Juan Sanfilio, Rosemary, Dodge, Marie, Lisa C. Keen, Audra, Eleanor Curlin, Nikita Power, Rachel Guthrie, Zachary Polito, Alex Consulver, John Cocker, Noel Basile, Claire Spencer, Rory Collier, Veronica Bartova, Lada Bartova, Noah, Tracy Toya, Colleen, Jennifer Marklu, Justin Montero, Jacob Parrish, Maya Gray, Mark Body, Polly Burge, Zena Rosnowski, Harlan Haskins, Noelia, Nikki Harris, Kine, Amanda Alfred, Kafir Shaltiel, Sarah Shetter, Marta Morrison, Maya Flor Sake, Georgia Davis, Skyler Adele Ryan, Professor Threat, Ellie Hoskovchova, Michael David Yordi, Kelly Otilio, Kerry Crumpler, Connie Binkowski, Jen Went, Nedry OS, Will Huser, Marco Zapeta, Marie Rieger, Ashton Gabrielson, Brittany Gutierrez, Phelan, The Meadows Family, Ginny from the Block, Heather Langeel, Kevin Stewart, Jarls Fiven, Peter McGrath, Jan and Rose Dow, Callahan and Darius, Leah Reed, Bella Barlack, Melanie Demi, Becca Spry, Reese Dignan, Adam Graham, Joseph Torp, Madison, Don't Call Me Nymphadora, Sabrina Balsiger, Sophia Loves Pigs, Farzan Jarabat, Melanie DeGrave, Matt Barger, Okamahime, Bony Pony, Kelsey Gillespie, Rike Mangor Jensen, Taylor Payne, Megan Moon, Riley Kitas, Laurel Happy, Eric. Butler, Miranda, Kendra Hertz, Natanya Page, Yogan Chanley, Darcy Alexandra Harrison, Sandra Rose, Craig McRoberts, Lior Nachum, Demi Lynn, Michelle Spurgeon, Henrika Wolf, Casey Canales, Megan Stempen, Zat, Jack Gitzes, Sophia Leone, Dane Nemcher, Robin Garcia, Chick Parr, Mermaid and her Daddykins, Gregory Hughes, Caw Caw, Mother Feathers, Nina Jazalik, Ribbon Monstrosity, Brittany Harper, Gavin Miller, Jack Parr, Serenity Allen, Emily Quinlan, Haley Hastings, Sabrina Casanova, Jenny Browers, Laura, Hila, Eileen Gazesh, Annette Pipitone, Kirsten R. Cunningham, Hufflepuff Alumni, Brett Clausen, Mary Price, Artemis, Trans People or People, Samantha McNamara, Nina Campley, 
Tatiana Schmidtova, Taylor Roberts, Karis Davies, Little Vomit Spiders Running Around, Tony Joe McHufflepuff, Punkfish, Wire Warrior 4976, Catherine Karolchak, Joe Sander, Michael Peavy, Maya Saunders, Jasmine Ellis Neely, Tate Sasson, Sam Sam Ruby, Adriana Hernandez, John Savio, Jody, Dana Morphine, Nosh Sandadiki, ML Oscar Tomasun, Steamed Nuggets, and Can't I Potter? Web design by Kelly Schubert, and the music is by Bettina Campamanis. If you want to find us on social media, you can at Facebook.com slash Potterless, Twitter.com slash Potterless Pod, Instagram.com slash Potterless Podcast, and Reddit.com slash R slash Potterless. For any and all information about the show, as well as transcripts, you can go to PotterlessPodcast.com. Bonus content lives at Patreon.com slash Potterless. Merch lives at PotterlessPodcast.com slash Merch. And that Kickstarter for the new project I'm launching lives at bit.ly slash Modern Muckraker. If you want to help out the show, telling someone that you think might like the show about the show really helps the show. Shoot them a message, say, hey, there's this podcast, Potterless. I think you'd like it. Or you could leave us a rating interview online or talk about us on social media. Anything word of mouth related really helps. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, as they say in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, Wizard on! It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.